morning, church. It's an honor to be with you this morning. You know, I think it's been, this is probably going on week seven, I think, of us staying at home and, and isolation. So we've been watching church online for the last around seven weeks. And Live Church are doing a great job. I mean, I've been watching your Tuesday prayer, your Wednesday mid-Bible study, even girl talk, and then your Sunday services. So I know what it is to be like you at home right now, ready to hear a word from the Lord. Again, like I said, it was probably like it was March 8th, and then it was our, my last Sunday like at church. We were, I was in L.A., Destiny and Brandon just had their baby. I was there almost two weeks helping them with the brand new baby. It was Sunday, and then Eric uh, picked me up from their house in in L.A., and Christian was off work. Preston was at work. It was just a normal day in L.A. We went to church, went and had lunch, and went and had coffee, and then I went back to Destiny and Brandon's house, and that's when we started hearing all the news of things starting to shut down, things starting to stop. So that is leading me to my message today. So let's pray. Father, we come before you. and We just thank you for this day that you have made. We will rejoice and we will be glad in it. And we will hear a word from you today. Amen. So the title of my message is called When the World Comes to a Stop. Now, that's, as what, that's what has happened to us in these last seven weeks or so, the world has come to a stop. Uh, you know, there's no sports, there's no um, concerts, there's no gathering of people. It has come to a stop. And before this COVID-19 happened, you know, I was actually looking back at the world. And I, to me, I envisioned the world as just spinning, a spinning globe. It was going 100 miles an hour. And that was right before this hit. And I seen it. And not only the world, even the church was going 100 miles an hour. And if anybody knows me and our family knows me, to me, I'm all about balanced living. You know, yes, it's good to go. It's good to work. It's good to do ministry. It's good to do things. But I'm also a strong believer of balanced living. And, you know, and I saw the world going and spinning. Everybody, everybody. I mean, you look at your social sites and, I mean, there's concert tours, a whole year planned out. There's sports events, you know, and then there's, um, I think it's the XFL, the new football that's come out. You know, and, there, and I'm a person who, like, I enjoy sports. I like watching baseball. I like watching football. Um, I'll watch basketball. I like a lot of sports. So, like, everything just shut down. You know, again, but I've I seen this, everybody going 100 miles an hour. I mean, literally, literally everybody, you know. And now we're at a point where the world has stopped. It literally has stopped. Yes, there might be things open, your essential places, your, your hospitals, and, 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 you know, and your markets, and things that are still functioning, yes. But overall, in general, you know, the world has stopped for a lot of people. And to me, I think this is a good time, which... For all of us, all of us alike, is to reevaluate our life right now. You know, I'm going to challenge you, the viewer, the listener, to reevaluate your life 
And there's actually six things that we're going to talk about. I'm going to go through them really fast. But these are six things that I want you to reevaluate in your life. Now is the time. Like, there's no better time than right now to reevaluate your life. And the first thing that we are going to reevaluate is our walk with God, our life with God. That's the first thing. Now, you might ask, like, okay, reevaluate, but how do I know what to do? How do I know to get answers? I might have so much going on. You know, the kids are home. You might be working, you might, you might be working a lot. You might be one of those that are working like overtime. You might be one of those that has to stay home. Whatever the case is, right now is the time to reevaluate your walk with God. And there's only <clears throat> one place, one place that can help you reevaluate your life with God. And that is what we call the secret place. You know, this might be a, a stool right here. It might just look like an average stool. <clears throat> I'm using this as an example. But to me, if this is what I had at home, and this is where my place would be for me to sit and talk with God and be with God, this would be a precious item in my home. And I do have a, my precious items in home where I can sit and reevaluate my life, my walk with God. This is called the secret place. And you might have heard that. You know, people talk about the secret place of, with the Lord and, and the place with God. And we're going to read a scripture, Matthew 6, 6 out of the King James Version. And it talks about this secret place. It says, but thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet. And when thou hast shut the door, maybe blocked everybody out, pray to the Father, which is in secret, and thy father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly, which is he'll reward your request that you have made unto him. So this is not just a stool. It's a secret place. It's a precious place. This is the place that I go to, that we need to go to, to reevaluate our life actually daily. But right now, our first topic, like I said, is to reevaluate our walk with God. And you might be watching and you might um, be thinking, well, I don't really know my walk with God right now. Uh, I see you online. I see, matter of fact, I see a bunch of churches online. And I hear you talking about God, but I really don't have that relationship with God like I should, or maybe you don't even want to, or you don't even consider it. But you see things going on all over the world, but you don't know. Well, this is where you start. You start right here. And may I ask, add, you get the Bible. This is how you get to know the Father. You sit here, you open up the Bible. I encourage you to read the book of John. It talks all about um, Jesus, his walk here on earth. I mean, there's all the Gospels do, but John, I really like um, John, the book of John. You sit here and you find out about who Jesus is and was in the Bible days, and then God speaks to you. This is how he speaks to you. So if you're wondering, how does God speak or how can I know, just start opening an, uh, the Bible and asking God to reveal himself to you, and he will. He will hearken unto your voice if you're asking him. That is the secret place. 
<clears throat> and then maybe you might say, well, I've been in church and, you know, I was brought up in church and, and you know, I don't know, you know, my walk with God is, it's okay, but not, I really don't have that passion to serve God. And you might think that, okay, but you have really have a lot to be thankful for because thank God that you were born in a church. You are a little step ahead of someone maybe who has not been in church. And you have an opportunity to say, God, reveal yourself to me in a way that maybe maybe your parents love him and they serve God with all their heart, but maybe you don't. But this is where you start. If I could say anything, find a secret place just for you. You might be in your room, it might be in your backyard, wherever it may be, but find a secret place. So I encourage you to reevaluate your walk with God like never before. This is a great time to do that. And then the next thing, oh, because then I want to read a scripture to you, Matthew 22, 37, out of the Good News Bible, Jesus answered and he said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. And we get there by sitting here. We learn how to communicate with the Father and fall in love with the Father by reading his word and just sitting, sitting with him. And he will reveal himself to you. And the second thing that we are going to reevaluate right now at this time is our marriage. Those of you who are married, we are going to reevaluate our marriage. And I will go to single people as well because you need to reevaluate yourself. But first, let's talk about the marriage. I'm going to give you our scripture. Rick and I's scripture is Mark 10, 9. Let no one split apart what God has joined together. You know, that's our scripture that we had on our wedding invitation that we sent out. And you know, it's been, we've been married 35 years, going on 36 in September. And we have let no one, or I could even say we have not let anything separate what God has joined together. So as you as a husband and wife, now is the time to reevaluate your marriage. What are we doing that's working? What are we doing that's not working? And check off those lists and get rid of what's not working and maybe make some adjustments and start adding some things that will make your marriage even be stronger. And a good, that's the family's foundation is the marriage. Okay, so that's that scripture 10.9, let no one separate what God has joined together. And then I have a scripture also for, for you single people. This is in Colossians chapter 2, verse 6 and 7 out of the New Living Translation. And now, just as you accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord, you must continue to follow him. Let your roots grow down into him and let your lives be built in him. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught and you will overflow with thanksgiving. So I encourage you single people, whether you're a single parent or you're not even married, whatever the case may be, let your roots grow deep in him so he can help you. And you get that right here again in the secret place. Sitting here is what helps make marriages strong. You do it as a couple. And if you're single, you do it as a single person. I do it, Rick and I do it together, but then as well, I do it by myself. We, we both have a secret place as an individual and we have a secret place as a couple. So number two is to reevaluate your marriage and reevaluate you as being a single person. A single person, are you ready for the, for, if you're believing for a husband or a wife, are you ready? Maybe reevaluate, what could I do to prepare and get ready for that 
person that I'm believing God for as a spouse. Um, so we all have an opportunity to reevaluate our lives. And then the third thing is to reevaluate our relationship with our children. You know, this is a big issue, you know, I believe with families with little children. Of course, our children are all big and grown and off, you know, but I know their majority, well, a lot of people have the little children, you know, and I have, our son has three little, you know, children, uh, a nine-year-old, a six-year-old, and a one-year-old, almost going to be two. And I know you all are going through this. You have to um, be parents, and then you have to be teachers, and you have to do um, everything throughout the day from playing in the yard or riding a bike or whatever you have to do, they're, they're there all day. You know, you don't get your break like you used to when you were, they were in school or maybe somewhere even in preschool. But I encourage you to reevaluate your relationship with your children. And you know, all they want really, parents, is love. Yes, I know discipline is important. I know training them in school, training them in the Lord, training them to do um, um, chores around the house, all that is great and very important. But I know one thing, they really want you to show them love and the love of God. If I can say anything, let that be first and everything else will fall into place. And you know, we have the scripture that we share for children, Proverbs 22, 6, which which is to train up a child in the way they should go and they were, oh, and when they're old, they will not depart. I believe that's very important. You need to teach them the ways of the Lord. And God will give you ideas. But how? Right here again. In this secret place is where the Lord will show you how to train up a child, how to love them, how to teach them, how to give them creativity, even help them decide and help them, not decide, but help them know the plan of God that he has for them in the future. It's never too early to start working on their assignment in life, what God has called them to do. You know, I did that very young with my children. I saw the giftings, and right away I worked towards it. Rick and I, we pursued towards it, whatever it may have been. You know, I think Ricky was probably one years old. He had a little speaker with one microphone, you know, and that was a start. That was our first child. Whatever you see they desire and their giftings, you work towards that. So this will be a good time, like no other, to reevaluate your relationship with your children and what you're doing for your children. Amen? So, and then the next thing would be to reevaluate your job. You know, some of you might be in a job where it's requiring a lot from you right now, okay? You need to still take time right here in that secret place and get your strength from the Lord because he's the only one that can give you the strength and the ability and the grace that you need. You have to fuel up right here with him. And then you might be the one that maybe is not working, you might have lost a job. Again, you want to get strength right here, regroup and ask the Lord what he is re requiring of you. He might re be revealing some things to you. There might be some new things that he wants you to do and pursue in this time. Uh, he might 
so keep you at that job, but he wants you to rely on him and to trust him because he's the God that brings increase. But you're going to get your strength right here at the secret place, sitting with him and talking with him and telling him everything you might be going through. And he'll refresh you as you read your word, as you sit with him and just listen to what he wants to tell you. And I have a scripture for you. It is Deuteronomy 8.18 out of the New Living Translation. It says to remember the Lord your God. He is the one who gives you power to be successful in order to fulfill the covenant that he confirmed to your ancestors with an oath. You know, he has a covenant with us to make us successful and to profit in this land. And yes, there might be some things you know, shifting, there might be some adjustments we have to make and do, but he is the Lord, your God. But I encourage you to sit with him right here in this secret place, and he will help you. Okay, next, we are going to be talking about re-evaluating your commitment to church. You know, before this happened, this COVID-19 happened, and we had to stay home and all that, maybe you were a person that stop going to church. Maybe you used to go to church at one time, but you stopped. And it just you just didn't want to have nothing to do with church, really, because you know what, to be honest, there's so much distractions and there's so much noise out there in this world, even before we had to be in isolation, nonstop. So many distractions. You could be everywhere, all day, all night, you can skip church. That might not be on your agenda. But, you know, and maybe you went to church at one time, but you just, you know, I'm not going to, I don't have to go. You know, I don't have to. Okay, maybe you're that person. Maybe that you're the person that comes to church and you just maybe sit there. You come, you might come even every time the doors are open, but you just sit there and you leave. Maybe you're a person that comes and you're involved with everything the church does. But whatever your case may be, whatever your situation may be, I encourage you to reevaluate your commitment to church. And how do you get that? Revelation and knowledge and knowing? Right here. Sit with the Father and ask Him. Ask Him, okay, what was your commitment to church before this happened? Did you even go out of your way to be a part of anything the church was doing or any kind of a Christian concert or anything to build your spirit man or to build your Christian walk and help you go with the Lord? Maybe you did it, maybe you do. But either way, now's a good time to reevaluate your commitment to church. Sit right here with the Father in the secret place and he will show you and he will help you to be committed to him because it's very important. Let me read you the scripture. It says in Hebrews 10, 25, it says, And let us not neglect our, our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. I don't know if you know this or not, but looking around, Jesus is coming sooner than we think. He really is. You thought this was an episode an epidemic. You thought this was big. Oh my gosh, the world is in for a great, great surprise when Jesus comes back. You know, he's coming really soon. 
there, we know the signs of the time are in front of us. So I encourage you to reevaluate your commitment to church. It's very important to be part of your local church. Be a part of the community of the church. Once this stops, once this um, isolation stops and we can come together as a, as a church, get involved. Do what you got to do. Ask the pastors of the church, what can I do? If, they, if there's nothing there, create something to do. Whatever you got to do, be committed to the church because the world is depending on you and I to get busy for the kingdom of God. Amen? Okay, the last thing that I'll be talking about is to reevaluate the next. What is next for you? Again, you're going to get that right here, sitting in the secret place with the Lord. He will reveal to you what's the next. You know, that is a norm, normal for Rick and I. We are always asking the Lord, what's the next? What's the next? But for a person that I don't know if you do that, I don't know everybody's walk, everybody's different. Maybe you live just from day to day. Whatever will be, will be. I don't know what the next is. I mean, I was born into um, this family. I was, you know, just brought into this career. It was an open door. I just took it. I didn't even ask God what was the next. Well, right now is a good time to ask the Lord, what is the next for me? What is the next for my family? What is the next job? With, like the things I went over. What's the next for my marriage? What's the next for my relationship with you, Lord? What's the next for my marriage? What's the next as a single person? What's the next for my children? What's the next for my church to help out? What's the next for me? He wants us to be ready. I know Rick spoke a couple of weeks ago at the at church here, and he was talking about being shoot ready. Right now is the perfect time to get ready to be shoot ready. I tell Rick by the end of April 30th, which is I think next, next week, I ha we had a list to be done starting, you know, which started like seven weeks ago, and we are down to probably three things to accomplish by April 30th is our deadline because once the light turns green, we are to go. Once the lift has been lifted for us to come to church, to get busy doing things, yes, it might be a little slow, you know, start like they say, but hey, we're ready for the next. Uh, May 1st, is, I, I'm ready. You know, we've been working, not, we've been working on ministry, we've been working on home, we've been working on ourselves, we've been, we've been preparing to be shoot ready, May 1st. So I want to encourage you, you know, we got just today, um, Sunday, which is t today's, the tw uh, Sunday will be the 26th, today's the 26th, so Make yourself a deadline, like a goal. Uh, I would put April 30th, you know. If you need more time, make it a different date. But my no, I know Rick and I, our date is April 30th, to be done doing the things that we have been doing all this time. And we're ready for when the light turns green to go, we are ready to go. And you know, to know the next, it's right here. This is where I get all my 
411. This is where I get all my information sitting here in the secret place, even if I don't know. Even if I don't know what's next or I don't know what to do, I sit. I'll sit, I'll get my Bible. I'll get my Bible, I'll get my cup of tea or coffee, and Rick and I do this together, and I do it by myself as well. We'll just sit, we'll just sit, and we'll just sit and listen. You know what I do? I do put um, instrumental worship music. I put that on, and I just sit and listen. Because you don't know everything, but the Spirit of God knows everything. He can drop things in you, and then you'll be like, wow, you weren't even thinking of something, and he'll say, he'll drop something in your spirit. It could be maybe something you never even thought of, and he tells you, maybe go visit somebody, or even an occupation, he puts drops in you that maybe you had years ago, and you're starting to get a little stirring in your spirit about a new occupation, a new job, maybe even a new home, a new car, whatever it may be. But this place, this secret place, is the place where you hear and you download things from heaven for your future to get the next, the next for your children, the next for your marriage, whatever it may be. So I want to encourage you. I want to play some music right now. And just listen. Just listen you don't got to speak. Let the Holy Spirit speak to you. And you know what I do? Like, I think Brandon and Pastor Ricky spoke last Sunday about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has gifts. He's given us the gift of speaking in tongues. You have that gift. You got it last week. Just sit with the Father and speak in your heavenly language. And just sit there and receive from him. And you don't have to rush things. You don't have to, it don't even have to be your whole day, but it's, it's a time that is set aside. It's called the secret place of the Most High. And that's where we dwell, here. And so we hear everything. We download everything from heaven to get our instructions, to get our directions from the Lord. So I want to encourage you to find your secret place. To find your secret place in the Lord. Wherever it may be in your house, I don't know where it might be, but find it. It is the most vital place in your life, in your home, that you need to be to find the secrets that the Lord has to reveal to you. So let's pray this Sunday morning and ask the Lord to direct us and help us and guide us. Father, I lift up the viewers to you right now that we would call upon you, Jesus, that we would turn our eyes to you, to the secret place, Lord, where you are. You are there ready to meet us every time. We might even be walking by this secret place and you're trying to get our attention. Come, come. I want to speak to you. I want to tell you something. Oh, if we only would stop and sit, we would see. He would tell us the future of where he wants to lead us, where he wants to take us. But if we never go there, we, we just walk right by and we say, you know what, I, I don't got time. I got to go to work. I got to pick up the kids before this COVID-19 happened. I got to go to pick up the kids. They have soccer. They have baseball. You know, I can't go. I'm working late. I'm working overtime. But the answers were all right here. 
even the joy, the peace, the strength, everything we need is in the secret place. So, Father, thank you today. This morning, everyone, I, I challenge everyone to find their secret place of the Most High. And I thank you for revealing yourself to them like never before. Show them, reveal to them everything that they need to know in Jesus' name. And we bind every work of the enemy. You have no place in our life or our future. We are not too busy. In Jesus' name, no weapon formed against any of us will prosper. And every tongue that will try to rise up against us in judgment, we condemn it and we say no, because this is our inheritance, the children of God. We have the privilege and the honor to sit in the secret place with you, Father. And I thank you that every viewer, Lord, has that place. In Jesus' name, we just thank you for this time. We praise you, Father, that you are with us and we have the victory. And I thank you for helping us get to the next. I thank you for helping us get to the next. Thank you for healing our land. We are free to move about this country and the world, Lord. And every sign of COVID-19 is dead and gone. And I thank you for restoration to everybody, families. Maybe they've lost someone. Strength restoration. Financial increase, whatever it is, Father, I thank you for restoring to the people of God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Well, thank you for joining us today. It was an honor to be with you. And again, don't forget this word, re-evaluate your life. Amen. Thank you.